Welcome to Loving the Snow Life, the podcast where our snow resort obsessed mums talk everything snow. You'll learn stuff including ski school, is it worth it, how to get the best travel deals, what snow gear to buy, sustainability and much more. Some mums love the Kardashians, our mums love ski documentaries. Between them, they've skied 84 snow resorts and they've dragged us to plenty of them. We're not complaining, we love it. Over to you, mums. Welcome to the episode, Perishub vs. Threadbow. Hi, everyone. How are you going? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Good. We're both, we love the snow life so much. We're sitting here at the beach. <laughs> we are. We are. It's kind of, we've come off the back of the ski season, the Australian ski season for New South Wales. And we went, wow, we had a great time at Perisher and Threadbow. So this is the episode. We think it's important to talk about Perisher versus Threadbow because there's an elephant in the room that we need to talk about. And that is that people are so one way or the other. Yeah, they are actually. It's funny because it's always been the way. Oh, people have always said it. Do you ski Threadbow or do you ski Perisher? And it's like, well, they've got benefits to both. So I guess that's why we are here to go, let's narrow the benefits for both of the ski resorts. We love both. Some people will only ski Threadbow, but maybe after listening to this episode, it might open them up to the other resort and vice versa. I hope so because they've, they've, I love them both. Like it's, who doesn't love skiing in Australia? <laughs> so they're pretty good, but they are different. So, and they're, and I guess that the way that we decided to split them up, um, cause they are, it is a massive topic, um, is that we thought we'd split it up between beginners, beginner skiers, snowboarders, intermediate and advanced. Cause that's the way. And then we'll run through like the, the runs, the restaurants, the, um, and the accommodation, logistics. We won't look at Charlotte's Pass and we won't look at, Staying in Jindabyne because we've actually got a totally separate episode to that. You can go back and listen to that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But it will just be about pretty much Perisher versus Threadbow because that's the main topic when people ski, apparently. But we don't have a favourite. If you had to, if you had, if someone said, I'm going to give you a house in Perisher or Threadbow, you have to decide today because I'm buying it for you, what would you say? I would go Perisher because I love the mountains. Like I just, it's, it's a huge hill and I grew up skiing there. Um, I grew up skiing at Charlotte Pass actually, but when I met my hubby, I moved to Perisher and started skiing at Perisher and, um, and I love the hill for it. There's lots of different options on the hill. So I would have to say Perisher, but Threadbow, I do go to a couple of times in the season. What about you? At a pinch today, I would say, okay, thank you. I'll have one in Threadbow. Yeah. I love them both. I have skied more at Perisher since I've been married, so 14 years. And my husband, my husband's father, when I met him, co-owned a couple of commercial lodges in Smiggin. So I was really fortunate enough to stay at Heidi's and Snowy Gums. Yeah, nice. And ski with all you guys since meeting all you guys in Perisher. And we've had some great times, especially up at the lodge on the hill at yeah, Ben Balloon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So- but my dad, he had a, um, he was part of a lodge in Threadbow growing up. Yep. Um, so that was a nice to be part so of that you lodge ski, experience. Yeah, so you skied with, as a family at Threadbow growing up. At Threadbow growing up. And also one of my copywriting jobs a couple of years ago was great because it was for an accommodation group and I had the opportunity to 
every time I'd go down to the Threadbow, I'd get the keys to a lot of the accommodation. I would literally walk in. I'd either stay for the weekend with my family or I'd walk into different accommodation and I would check it out and I would make notes. And so I feel like I have seen so much of the accommodation all over Threadbow. Yeah, yeah. Well, for me as well, I worked at a ski lodge at Parisha while we were on ski school, my husband and I, but we also ran a ski lodge as well um, at Parisha. So during those years, for 10 years, we got to know a lot of the lodges and a lot of the hotels within the Parisha area. So we're kind of intimate with with all of the accommodation and with the actual ski hill. So I guess that's why my heart belongs to Perisher, mm-hmm. but I do enjoy a Threadbow ski. Every, I dip, dip my toe over at Threadbow. That's it. <laughs> so. Um, so we're going to look at, as you mentioned, we're yeah. going to look at beginner, intermediate and advanced, but we'll also mention after we do that, um, we're going to look briefly at single parent trip. Um, we're going to look at uh, if you're skiing in a big group, if you want to go and stay in a big group, if you've got a baby or a toddler, yeah, that's yeah. another way of saying cooped up, would you say? <laughs> cooped up, resentful, possibly, you know, all you're accommodation. Those, been there, done that. Yeah, you, your turn for a ski. No. <laughs> when are they coming back? Just yeah. want to have one run. Um, and what else are we going to cover? Um, well, I, I'm sure we'll think of something as we go through, but it will just be our top tips because those kind of general groups don't, matter if you're a beginner or you're an intermediate or an advanced but there's still benefits to perisher or threadbow if you're in that environment with you with your kids with your um, groups group it up we don't work for perisher or threadbow so it's yeah. our independent yeah information if you don't agree suck it up no, well, send us an email we'd love to hear you like i'd love to hear your response and like yeah, yeah. interact with us emma and i love interaction we're waiting we're waiting <laughs> uh, all right sorry beginners yeah okay so beginners are sorry. You've, you've either got your never ever's, yep. never done it before. Yeah. You've you've got your super keen. Yep. Or your half keen. Yeah. And they are big factors. You could go down with someone never ever, and so okay. I think a big factor before we get into the mountain is actually how you get to the mountain if you're a beginner, because a beginner. You've got equipment, you're unsure of the mountain conditions, you're unsure of the roads, you're unsure of like accommodation, you're unsure of anything, how it goes, unless you're going with someone that knows it. But there's a lot of families that don't. They just go down for the first time. You might want to pull over and you may be one of those people that pulls over just out of Jindabyne to pick up a bit of snow. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) we've all been there. My family has a competition of who sees the snow first. So we're all in the car like, snow, (laughs) got it first. Oh, that might have been a bit loud, sorry. (laughs) And then you're the winner for the whole trip. But, <laughs> but yeah, so, but there's, when you're driving from Sydney or from around New South Wales to the snowfields, you could actually be driving from Victoria as well. Um, to go to Perisher, the road is up higher, like Perisher Village is up higher than um, Threadboat, Alpine Village. So the road does go up a lot higher, but there is an alternate to get to Perisher. It's called the Ski Tube. Um, it's a Swiss style train that goes through the mountain, a bit more safer if you're bit scared to drive on the road because there was a lot of snow this season so there was a lot of times where you had to put chains on your car so and to alleviate putting chains on your car you can catch that ski tube and that also goes all the way to perisher base and goes up to blue cow which we'll talk about you've got to be a really confident driver to drive to perisher and if you're not 100 if you don't have a four-wheel driver you're not 100 sure about driving on snow which requires slightly different skills or if you don't know how to put on snow chains, which are a requirement, yeah. you and you want to go to Perisher, well, you're better off driving to the ski tube. It's free parking. Yeah, Alpine Way. We've got 
to the left and yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Because when you are driving to Perisher, if it's busy, you need to leave like, you know, well, if you're staying in Jindy, sorry, that's another episode, you need to leave quite early in the morning to get up there because the road is tight. Yeah, it is. It's like bumper to bumper all the way up. I think it's like, oh, I can't remember, I think it's like 20, 24 k's up from Jindy. Far out, that's not very good. I did, rem- I did have that stat in my head, but sorry. Um, but, yeah, so – but and Threadbow. Threadbow's lower. The road is lower. Yep. So it's not going to be covered in snow as much as the road going to Perisher. So it's not as treacherous. It's only going to have be covered in snow a couple of times – a couple of days of the year. Yeah. So it, you can be a little bit more confident driving to the resort of Threadbow and there's free parking all around Threadbow Village. There's little spots of free parking – Although they do fill up a lot too, yeah. Um, so we would say, the yeah, the parking situation is probably a little bit better in Threadbow if you don't have parking at your accommodation. At your accommodation in, in Perisher. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit it's, of an issue. It is. It's like, and I, I guess that both resorts are addressing this because it's becoming more popular. Like this year was really evident, wasn't it? How popular it is to go skiing. Like the road, the car parks were filled by. 8 o'clock in the morning. So plan your trips mm. like, and just listen to the radios for snow conditions, get on the internet. You know, There's a lot of information about that now for you drive up. So depending on where you want to go, Perisher is probably get on the ski tube if you're a beginner, I guess. You know, don't, or, even, don't... or even further back, you could if you're coming from Sydney or north or whatever, you can even park your car as far back as Canberra Airport and jump on those buses there. Yeah, that's true. It's they're true. good value. They're actually good value, and it's and it is a great way to do. That's stress free, really. You don't have to worry. And then if you're down in if you're down in Jindabyne as well, there is the shuttles, the snowy mountain shuttles that take you up. There's a couple of individual ones now that you can um, Facebook pages, which we'll have the links on for our, on our website. And they're all doing. Uh, you can do share. You know who's going up the hill today and that kind of thing. You yeah. Can- Fill a car, yeah, which is so, good. Yeah, it is. So, I mean, don't let it stop you from going skiing. It's not that, you know, but just be prepared is the biggest thing when you're talking about driving up to the hill. But, all right, so let's go to the hill. So, Never Evers. Yeah. I would recommend going to Threadbow because um, of the Friday Flats designated beginner area. Um, 16% of the mountain is designated to beginners. Although versus twenty two percent at Perisher, right? Yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of much of a muchness, but although that gondola, the new Merritt's gondola is going to change that up though a little bit. I wonder what the percentage will be after that because they're putting in a new gondola at Threadbow this year, which mm-hmm. takes over the Merritt chair, and they've got a mid station stopping at um, high noon. So you actually can kind of mm. that'll become a new beginner area, which is going to open up the whole of the beginner. Yes. For for Threadbow, yeah. So you and never ever instead of saying, okay, I'm a nervous, I'm just a nervy person, I'm going to spend my whole holiday at f- Friday flat. You can start moving up that progression of maybe after the end of day two or day three, you can hopefully be able to go up that gondola and get off halfway, yeah, and just get capture that last bit of the run. Yeah, that'll definitely change for Threadbow because they didn't have that last year, and it was the, the pro- progression was. A lot harder. Like I, I believe, coming from a ski instructor background, I like Perisher for a never ever beginner or a half, you know, just because you've got a lot, you've got two different, you've got different areas that you can learn to ski on. So you've got Front Valley, you've got Blue Cow and you've got Smiggin. So there's three definite defined areas that you can go to to learn and they've all got ski schools based at each area. So it's. I feel like we're missing one. 
blue cow. Oh yeah, Gathiga. But oh. Gathiga doesn't have the beginner area. Oh like, yeah, that's yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so, but it's but, and then you've got because Perisher is so big and the ski terrain is amazing. Your progression is a lot simpler mm. at Perisher. Like you can see the top of the mountain at Smiggins mm. and go, wow. I can do that. It's mm. not so fearful for me as a beginner. You like look and go, oh, where am I going to go? If you're at Friday flat, if you're at um, not Friday flat, sorry, but if you're going to go to Front Valley or yeah, no, it's true because I feel like if you're a beginner, you've got to be quite, you've got to have a can-do attitude and be quite keen to go to go up there to merits because there's a lot of people who are shushing around, yeah, funneling next in. to you, yeah, and even though that's another area that you can go as a beginner or lower intermediate, it's, yeah. I think yeah for a net for a nervy never ever I don't know Friday about, flat sticks you're yes. going to be on Friday flat at Threadbow for three days so you may get bored of that if you're that type of person whereas Perisher you can go okay let's go we're going to learn at Smiggins which I highly recommend for a first time go to Smiggins because it's a beautiful little learning area and then you've got a comma that takes you up gradually to the next little area and then that's day one day two then day three you go oh I'm going to do the beginner area over at Blue Cow. So there's options at Parisha for a five-day trip as a beginner, whereas I think... Smiggins is a bit of a, like it's the, what's the word, like an it's an underdog. Yeah, right? It's yeah. actually a fantastic Resort. area. I love it. And people can be a bit schmiggins, schmiggins. <laughs> they can. Don't you think? Yeah, yeah. But actually, <laughs> let them be like that. Yeah. We can have it to ourselves because I mean, you can sit there in the pub and you can just let the kids go out themselves and it's great. It's yeah. contained area. It is. And you get to learn every different lift at Smiggins. Like they have the carpet, they have the pommer, they have a chairlift and they have T-bars. That's every type of lift you're going to ski if you ever ski the world. And if like, you if you want to give your kids a bit of independence, you can literally say, "I think I can see them over there on the on the pommer." Yeah, yeah, it's true, it's true. So I like as a beginner, my my vote is Perisher, just because of the progression and the terrain that they have access to for a three day, five day trip. So if we're looking for accommoda- accommodation for a beginner, yep, um, yeah. I my pick at Threadbow would. Be okay. It depends on your confidence level. So if you are thinking, "Oh my gosh, you got so much stuff to carry, and I got things hanging off me, and whatever," I would choose accommodation on the valley floor. Uh, some anywhere near Friday Flats would be great because then you can walk across the Friday Flats. You can even put your boots in the locker there, yeah, and you can put your skis in the lock your skis outside, and yeah. so you don't have to walk walk them over. You can also, if you if you get really tired after a couple of hours, you can walk back for lunch to your accommodation, which um, is probably the benefit of Threadbow, you know, because it is easy access to walk to. Like at Perisher, if you're up at Blue Cow, you've got to catch a ski tube down. You've got to kind of go back in and you get your lunch down at the terminal. You can go into the Blue Cow terminal, but you are tired as a beginner. So I guess it depends on what type of beginner we, you are. If mm. you're a go getter and you're not going to come in through the day. Perisher, sorry, I'm getting back to that. Sorry, I skipped, mm. didn't I? But yeah, Threadbow, if you're kind of the half. If you're half keen yeah. or if you're someone that says, I only go down because my family goes down or my, my friends go down, I think Threadbow is a really good option because there's so much yeah. to do around the village. You can, if you have a good attitude, you can make sure you, whoever you're staying with have um, great accommodation that has spa baths or or, yeah, a, or, a, or massage a sauna or a massage. Or, yeah, or yeah. You can walk down to the pool, which also has a 
inflatable one of those rubber courses that you never want to be <laughs> yeah. 43 and in a bikini on that sort of thing <laughs> but they've got trampolines there now and you can there's so much to do and that I would say I won't say decent shopping but there's semi-decent shopping well, it's boutique shopping isn't it it's like it's really quite there's stuff to look at you can go and you buy yourself a book yeah and, uh, maybe a, a t-shirt and yeah a big jigsaw puzzle and a, a bottle of wine or is it go to the supermarket <laughs> Perisher, you got the supermarket, bottle of wine, a couple of boutiques, but not anything at all. There's no village to at- say atmosphere in Perisher. Mm. It's more threadbow is your village atmosphere. Although if you if you have beginner kids, Perisher, I've got to hand it yeah. to you. You can they can throw snowballs. Our kids have got that snowball machine. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you make toy. it? In, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, or build a big fort in the in the snow. Well, you're on snow at Perisher. For a beginner, so if they're tired in the afternoon, you go and you make your snowman, or you go and you make your, <laughs> the the dads make the tricked up slide, you know, where the kids can go through it a million miles an hour. And we're like, ah, no, you're hitting it again. All right, go faster. Is what they say. No, we've got ski school. We've paid for it. No, <laughs> but I guess the biggest thing is that Threadbow is in a village, and there's not much snow around the village or your accommodation, whereas Perisher that you're in snow. So that's the difference. You could almost say to yourself, do I prefer to stay somewhere surrounded by snow where my kids can be outdoor making a snow person? Yeah. Of, of indeterminable <laughs> gender. Both yes, gen- well done. Um, With a carrot. No, yeah. <laughs> wherever you want it. That's recovery. Um, or do you want to be based in a village so you can jump on the free shuttle bus that goes all over town i did forget to mention this before if you're a confident uh beginner and you're happy to stay up high and you can catch a bus up and then walk down it's just a shuttle it's like it's, it's like a tiny little threadbow shuttle that shuttle. gets you around it's, yeah. yeah yeah it's not a bus but yeah it, but going back cory sorry we're trying to diverse don't we a lot but i think the beginner accommodation at perishar mm-hmm. like Sorry, wind up your Threadbow beginner accommodation. Where would you recommend? You'd recommend Friday flat, anywhere around Friday flat, yep. Or even one level up, any of the accommodation up on the next level, Okay, I would say. So it's not too – so you're not getting annoyed at walking up and down stairs too much and everything. Everything's close. You're very central in Threadbow and yep. I think you'd be happy. Yeah. So my – Stoked t- even. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my tip would be in Perishaw. Uh, definitely Smiggins, I think, just because you're right on snow, you don't have to. Um, everyone comes up the ski tube at Perisher, and if you're a beginner, if you get that influx of people, it's quite overwhelming. You've got the main village eight that goes out of the village at Perisher, like the base of Perisher, and there's a lot of people at the beginning of the day, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I've got to hunt up there, and it's kind of like a little bit of a thing, a little bit of a trek up the hill, like tiny little hill but in ski boots first time equipment walking across that bridge mm. so that that kind of rules out like your perisher based accommodation so i'd move into your smiggins accommodation which would be your smigs hotel your heidi's um snowy gums, snowy gums. snow bunny altitude yeah. that has the really great menu particularly great menu yeah they do and i think barrakee lodge it's oh, got a sauna oh well that's at the back of perisher so that's Barrakee's like parish side. So, but Lodge 21 definitely is mm-hmm. at Smiggs. Mm-hmm. And within Smiggins itself, because it's a little village down there, you've got different accommodation for different co- costs. So you can actually go your high end, your low end. It's all actually at Smiggins if you need, if you want to research it and have a look. Because when I guess 
but it's a great place to start for a beginner because it's got everything there. It's got your ski school, it's got your ski hire, it's got a little pub, it's got your accommodation right there. So a lot of the peop- a, lo- a lot of the accommodation places have bundles as well. So yeah. if you call them up, say, do you bundle? Yep, they will. Make sure you pronounce that right. But um, <laughs> 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 I don't know what I meant by that. I don't know. Anyway. I'm, like, I'm trying to think. I'm going through my brain, going bundle, schmundle, bundle. Like, what's it rhyme with? But yeah, but, do you bundle? Do you tango? Yeah. <laughs> um, what's a so Emma? What's a bundle? A bundle <laughs> is where they might give you when you buy the accommodation, and they can also give you a deal on your rental. Yeah, and yeah. your lift pass. That kind of thing. You yes. get it in a bundle. And you get it cheaper. <laughs> when they bundle, it's cheaper. So it's actually – and on the Perisher website, they do do a lot of bundling as well. But a lot of the accommodation within Perisher is not owned by Perisher. It's all individually owned. Mm. So you've got to make that phone call, get on that website that you look at, and they will actually help you. They, they've only got, you know, 16 weeks to make money, these accommodation in the ski hill, in the ski fields in Australia. So they're going to – they want to help. Yeah. I agree. I think y- yes. Yeah. Um, are we mentioning price point at this time? Because I want to. I want to mention one in particular. Okay. Yeah. Not too much because we want much, if people yeah. come in at like maybe a year mm. later. They're going to go. Oh wow. That. So maybe not. Yeah. But go for it. What's well, your one? I was going to mention the YHA in Threadbow. Oh yeah. Um, I did call them up and ask them about, uh, you know, their renovations and stuff because they've had renovations recently, and I just keep thinking if. I mean, you've got to have a can-do attitude, but I'd be calling them up and trying, finding out when you can book in for next season. Yeah, yeah. I might be doing myself out of a job here <laughs> by me calling up and they'll say, sorry, it's been booked up since, I don't know, there were two two mums, two ski bum mums who mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> On their podcast. <laughs> but, um, That's funny. Look, so so cheap, so reasonable, and, the, and you can do a communal uh, kitchen and there's you know family rooms and stuff and I just think that sticks out. As yeah, it does. Remarkably a, reasonable. Well, you don't actually get no. You don't use reasonable and perisher and threadbell accommodation in the same sentence. It yes. is expensive to stay on snow. It really yes. is. So having that as an option, like mm. love it, mm. love it. But but like you said, you do have to pre-book everything in peak times. You have to pre-book everything because skiing is becoming more and more popular. So make sure you do pre-book your accommodation, especially if you know you're going down as a beginner for the first time because you don't want to risk being stuck up in the back of the hills or mm. anywhere like that and then you've got to – Carry a whole family ski. Everything just becomes mm. harder. You don't want it to be hard. Skiing is mm. amazing. Snow, being in the mountains is amazing. So, Making it easy for yourself every yeah. inch of the way. Even Larry Adler, the Larry Adler service that has the delivery service. So if you're if you're in Sydney, you Larry can... Adler is a ski. Shop. Oh yes, ski shop. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. a... not just a friend we know. <laughs> <laughs> Larry, even Larry, he's got this service. <laughs> Larry, sorry, assumed knowledge. Larry Adler is a ski shop, and it is quite well known. Yeah, we do you think? think? Yeah, yeah, definitely because it's got a, no, it's got a big, it's got a big shop up in Northern Beaches. It's got a shop in like just... North Sydney, and then also down in Perish, uh, Jindabyne itself. So yeah, if you're a so, skier, it's a. But if you're not a skier, it's a great thing to learn about. You remember Larry. Yeah. <laughs> and so you can go into Larry Adler at your leisure yeah. on the, and try things on and tell them when you're going down and they can actually deliver it to your accommodation. So you can just enjoy your trip down to the snow and get it delivered on the day. And they even have a service where you can 
change your boots or your skis if they're not right. Yeah, because there's a shop in Threadbow too, isn't there? Not a Perisher though. So Well, I think they bring their delivery van oh, to Perisher and Threadbow, but you can change it in Jindabyne as oh, well. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's awesome. That if to, as a as a beginner, absolute load off my mind to do that because it's you don't you just want to think about how your holiday is going to go for your first time. So if there's anything easier to do for a beginner, take it on board <laughs> because it makes it yeah it just makes it more enjoyable. I think so. Yeah, and ski hire wise, um, you can get ski ski hire at the base of all the mountains, Smiggins, yeah. Perisher, Threadbow, or even if you want really really cheap. Rental, but good, but good quality good. though. Still from Rhythm Snowsport or In Kuma. Kuma, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, they're actually really great, and they have shops also. Like they, they do services as well. But go online. There's actually, you know, Groupon has ski hire sometimes through Monster, like which is in Jindabyne. There's a lot that comes up. So before you decide to go on your holiday, just search, search ski hire, and you'll find all these places. Um, you don't want to necessarily buy anything at this stage if you're just a beginner i would say hire everything because you don't know if you're going to love it and it's and, expensive and so. you and you have to listen to our episode on how to buy snow skis as well because yeah, we do true. interview brett Vale about what to look for when you're buying snow skis so. yeah yeah and as you get better you want your own stuff but right now just hire and there is lots of options but your best option is to educate yourself first on what ski because you don't want to go in there and get a ski that's massive like this, listen to the ski people, the ski techs. They're actually really educated at all these shops. And, and also, if you're a, if you're a beginner, or if you're just yeah a beginner at this point, we're talking about yeah, you ski in June or September because yeah. you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to ski over the whole mountain. So there's no point getting the primo conditions if you're not gonna yeah. take the take advantage of the promo conditions just get the cover get the cheaper option yeah the cheaper lift passes they also do the oh that's a good point actually engine in threadbow and perish they do do the cheaper lift pass options because you're not using the whole hill so they give you that there's options that you if you're a beginner you get the beginner lift pass uh, i don't i'm not sure exactly what they're called in both but they both have names but mm. just look for a beginner lift pass which gives you access to a couple of lifts not the whole mountain so mm-hmm. you actually save on that as well which is a good thing and Threadbo has that three-day or five-day special in September, which we did this year. We just skied for three days in Threadbo, and then if you buy what if you buy an adult pass, you get a free child pass. Yeah, so that's yeah. really great. Yeah, so they are trying to encourage beginners to come with these deals. So look for them; they're definitely there for beginners. And night skiing, both um, resorts have night skiing. They do. I don't know if a beginner's going to do that. They're probably going to be a bit tired, but a bit tired and cold. Yeah, <laughs> more for an intermediate advantage. Oh, kids. Yeah, go kids, go, go. night skiing. Yeah. I'll be in the restaurant having yeah. a lemon lime Watching and bitters. You. Oh yeah, I'll be having a wine. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, so, have so. you got a tip for a beginner that you uh, one or two tips? One or two tips. Yes, my first tip is definitely get a lesson. Go to the ski school, sign yourself up, bundle yourself up. Bundle yourself yourself up for a lift lesson pass. Definitely. Because if you've got a friend that is going, yeah, no, I'll teach you. It's okay. But I've seen this so many times. They actually don't know the, they can teach you through visual, but you're not that learner. They're not going to help. And you'll be up the top of the ski lift and screaming and crying before you know it or in the bar. Oh, so it's not a great experience. Like, have you a, seen that? I've got a very funny story about that. <laughs> okay. Um, hi, Nikki. Um, when I met my husband and, you know, been with him for a couple of months or whatever, we went down to the snow and I took a friend and I said, 
you, you know how to ski, don't you? And she said, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went down to Smiggins and we stayed at Snowy Gums. And then we went the next day up that hill that I can't remember the name of the T-bar. The T-bar, yeah. And then when um, we're at the top, she said to me, how do I do it again? Oh, I'm going to kill you. That is actually quite a steep little hill. Like it's not like steep for how do I do it again, please. Oh, my gosh. So she did have one little go down. but The Birkin Wheels T-bar. Yes. That's yeah. hilarious. So you were stuck. Yeah, so no. So then she took the sensible option and had a lesson. Good. Because um, yeah, we were probably not very patient at the time. You know, you go down young. for a weekend. and yeah. yeah, yeah. It's true. But you just – so take a lesson. Don't listen to your boyfriend. Don't listen to your friend. Don't listen to anyone. Just lock yourself in. They are expensive, but it's the most – the, the most beneficial price money that you'll put out that whole weekend. Just think you're going to spend $600 in the bar. Well, it's safer so, as well. Safer yes. than a, a year's worth of Cairo lessons when your friend <laughs> impatiently <laughs> Or your ACL, your ACL torn. But, yeah, definitely take a lesson. And your kids too. Don't try and be the parent that skied three times and you're going to take your new five-year-old kid down and go, right, I'm going to put them between my legs and I'm going to ski. And I'm like, no. See some bad stuff happening, Then they're you? never going to want to ski by themselves. You're never going to get that child out of your legs. You know, they're going to be, I want to be in your legs. And like, oh, it's I've a seen lifetime it. of therapy, that one. It is, yes. it is. So lessons, beginners, well, really all the way through life, but. Mm-hmm. wholeheartedly top tip. What, therapy or? Yeah, <laughs> ski lessons. Well, that's what you get when you take a ski lesson too. <laughs> so, and second top tip I would say for beginners is that they want to wear gumboots. For some reason they associate mm-hmm. gumboots with snow. It's yes. no, no. Gumboots are slippery. Gumboots are not warm. They are mm-hmm. not the right shoe. Yes, even like, though it's wet, no, they're not warm. Yeah, yes. exactly. So they're my top two tips. What about you? What about you for a beginner? Like, uh Thermals, no, no. tracky dackies. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, beg, borrow, steal some thermals. I do not like to be cold myself. You can get them from Audi. Um, you can get some great brands out there. I think it's thermals are really money well spent. People look online and think, gosh, 60 or $50 for some thermals. But you can double up and yeah. the kids can wear them at school camp. Yeah, definitely. If they wear them, like, you know, summer, sorry, winter netball or winter soccer, I'm often put them in there when mm. they're in there. Well, they can't wear them in the netball uniform. But yeah, Lebent is amazing. Mm-hmm. I love it. That's the top end of the scale, but yeah, and I've had it for life. Yes. Like it, it's top end of the scale, but you're there for, what, 10 years, you know, but then you kind of refresh because there's new colors and you want to refresh. But, but they wash well, you know, they dry well. Kind of, yeah. They're great for camping. Yeah, they are. Yeah. So it's, it actually, yeah, you shouldn't just think about it as a, skiing thing. But. I went to a, a a party a couple of weeks ago and someone was wearing them underneath their dress and I thought, what a great idea. You can repurpose them Wow, under your dress, just the black poking out. <laughs> oh, okay, now I get what you mean. Oh, yeah. well, yeah, why not? With you pay boots. a lot of money for them, so yeah, why not? Too. <laughs> as long as you look good. Yeah. But yeah, so I think that that is our beginner wrap-up, I would say, like yeah. um, for yeah. Perisher versus Threadbow. Um Enjoy it. Just get out there and keep skiing if you're a beginner and there's options. Yeah. So intermediate skiers, it's a big area because it's sort of like from the end of the beginners to you could be an intermediate for life. Yeah, you can be. And there is a lot of people that want to be that way or there's a lot of people that are frustrated that they're that way. (laughs) (laughs) But intermediate is a common area because you only ski for one week a year or you only, you know, you might get lucky to ski overseas for another two weeks or something, but intermediate it's going to be a long haul of your life. So again, um, I, I love 
like I, I just keep talking about Perisher Donna for an but not that I'm Perisher Pro more than Threadbow, but I like per, I like Perisher for an intermediate as well because the ski runs like there, there is quite a lot of area at Perisher to go from your beginner to your intermediate. There's, I'm just trying to think if an intermediate could go to all four corners of the resort of the resort okay. definitely yeah. yeah yeah oh i kind of tend to keep them away from mount perisher at this stage oh yeah because yeah. you've got to be an intermediate to advance to get up to that level just because it's not that the skiing is steeper over there but it's just a long way to get over there and if your legs get tired and if you like you know if you're at base yourself at perisher it's yeah I, I i tend to go okay go go play around um like blue cow Yes, kind of on the ridge chair, up on the summit quad, um, and then you know, like even even Smiggins is, you know, they're blue runs over there. They're a little bit steeper over there for you for you just your as you're stepping into your intermediate. Yeah, yeah. And Perisher, the main sort of from the uh, halfway chair, not all the way down to Mount Perisher, but oh yeah, in yeah, the in that, yeah, the Sun Valley, yeah, Sun Valley, and kind of into Happy Valley. In that, well, that's a bit more beginner Happy um Happy Valley, but yeah. But yeah, in, in that area is quite fun actually. We played in there this year a lot because the wind was like, there was a lot of wind, so we were like, oh, okay, let, like let's just ride that Sun Valley T bar. And geez, it was fun. And they've got a really they've got a really cool um, track, uh, like ski across track, board across track in there that you can get a bit of air and as you can go as fast or slow as you want. So that's a little bit of a an adventure for an intermediate and advanced. You can make it like full on. Like my kids are like, yeah, get more air, mum. I'm like, oh, no thanks. My toes are hitting the front of the boot. <laughs> okay. What about Threadbow for you? For like you? I think Threadbow is fantastic for intermediates. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I think you can go really anywhere, can't you? Yeah. Um, yeah. There's uh, I, I think- up at. We spent a bit of time up at um, Merritt's this year because the kids they they ski and snowboard but we had a lot of people from our local area up there so that was cool to base ourselves at the bottom of merits and they just nailed that whole bowl themselves the yeah. kids um and also and you feel safe you do it's, it's, it's kind of combined up there for the kids like it's not combined it's a little area that you know that they can't get out of or get lost to the side, or if you've got kid intermediates. Because, you know, kid intermediates, they want to go explore themselves, don't they? That's They're the time when they're hitting bumps and bloody, oh, oh, sorry, <laughs> and all the, you know, all the little trails under trees, and you're like going, oh, my gosh, oh, yes, I know this, I remember this, and you're kind of going through <laughs> under trees. And, and I'll show you this little one, Mum, where we would learn. You're like, oh, God, great. But, yeah, <laughs> they're a bit more adventurous when they're intermediate kids, and I, you want to encourage that. You want to encourage them to be individual and like get out and try it, try it all. So the mountains are good for that, I reckon. Spawners and Antons were good as well. Yeah, okay. this year, and there weren't many when other areas were crowded. There weren't as many there for some reason. Yeah, yeah. As an intermediate in Australia, like Perisher and Threadbow, you kind of can go to all those areas that aren't so crowded, aren't they? Like you tend to tends to be if you're a beginner, it's a little bit crowded. If you're advanced, it's a little bit crowded. Whereas the intermediate ski gets to have the run of the whole hill where yes. no one. Yeah, and it's That's right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Accommodation-wise, Threadbow Intermediates, you've got your head around the equipment. Yeah. You, you know what whether you've rented it, whether you've gone to see Larry, <laughs> um, whether you've got – well, yes, you could have your own by then. Yeah, you, you probably, could you've probably own. got two years under your belt, two, three seasons under your belt to actually know that you what you're doing. You've got the you've got the drive-up sorted. You've got your lift lessons sorted, your bundles sorted. 
but yeah, all, so all that stuff. So you've got more ability to stay all over the mountain. Yeah, and if you're if you choose accommodation, so if your accommodation is up high in Threadbow, you get beautiful mountain views. But then you've either got to walk down and walk up or catch the shuttle. Yep. So yep. that's the pro and the con of that. Mid mid mountain, very central. Two minutes to everything, to a cocktail or to a burger at the burger bar or shopping. A um, little bit of views, depending on if you're at that front part looking to the mountain. Yeah. Um, and then down the bottom is obviously easy to walk over to Friday Flat or to the T-Bar access. So you can you But you want to be go- more mid mid mountain don't you like you don't need to be down at friday flat anymore because you're not going to be in that area yeah you don't have to so be you down need there. to be more central in threadbow i'd say you've got like, more flexibility for yeah. accommodation options so yeah. you can start to choose do i want it most of those are com- if you so if you're in a self-contained apartments apartment most of them have a barbecue on the veranda so you can choose do i want to be um you know village green or something and let the kids run run around down down the bottom or, you know, with the um, BMX track. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. But just in Mental that area side, yeah. or give the kids a run around the whole of Threadbow Village safely from sort of maybe 12 onwards. Yeah. Um, yeah do I want to be up having the good view or, you know, you've just got more range. Yeah, you have because you're used to walking your ski boots and you've got everything sorted. So it opens up Threadbow more for you. And same with Perisher. It opened for the accommodation in Perisher, like – you don't need to stick at Smiggins. Like, for if you're a little bit intermediate, you can actually go into Perisher Village side a little bit more. But saying that, it's kind of good to be at Smiggins because you get out of there fast and you beat the crowds over to Blue Cow. You know where your intermediate skiing is. So, but you've got you've got other options at Perisher, which is like your your Eiger Chalet, which is just it's at you walk across the bridge and you ride at the quad. So you're out of Perisher fast. So you're not, you don't have to deal with the front section, the number eight or anything. Or you've even got the new Leichhardt T-bar that you can kind of – oh, sorry, Leichhardt quad chair that you can get to, but you have to wait till the quad open. So that wasn't a very good example. The good thing about Smiggins as well, I liked when I was staying there a lot, was at the end of the day, all the buses clear out of the car park. That car park becomes yeah. a wasteland. There's no one there. The sun goes down and then you can actually walk over to the pub, have a drink, listen to the band. Yeah, that's It's true. actually quite – it's really nice, it's and they have smaller nice, village. Yeah, um, they have nice. Um, I'm trying to think if it's a nice sunset or sunrise, um, depending on the. But beautiful. I'd never see the sunrise, so I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm suddenly thinking I would never have seen the sunrise either. So it must have been a the sunset. sunset. <laughs> think well, thinking you know, baby and toddler. Oh baby, yeah, true, when true. You're feeding. Yeah, That's true. not what I meant. I mean, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Uh, no. But there's options at. So you've got the Iger, which is at more Eupelic Parish Village. You've got your Matterhorn Lodge, which is amazing. You've also got um, that. This is kind. Of, I'm thinking at the base of your your village, so you can walk across to the quad chair, which kind of gets you out. You don't have to go into the terminal. Um, if you if you want to head out and you know you want to get over to Guthaga and um, Blue Cow is one of your favourites, and the Man from Snow River is right opposite the the. Um, Ski tube. ski tube, thank you. Yeah, the ski tube that gets you straight out and up up into Blue Cow and into Guthrie. And that so has parking too. It does have parking. And yeah, pool tables guest also. parking. Yeah, and it has a pub in there as well, which is amazing. Mm. They've just redone that this year, and it looked incredible. They've done a really amazing job with their upgrade. Their food is to die for. Mm. Uh, so it's actually a really great option if you want to head over that kind of like the ski tube terminal way. But if you want to get out of the village, if you want to be up in the snow a bit more. What yeah. 
uh, in the snow a bit more, you're kind of up to the Barrakees and you're up to, um, oh my gosh, my favorite, one of our favorite lodges. I can't remember it, but it'll come back to me. I love it. Um, self-contained is an option these lodges that i just meant are not self-contained you're actually breakfast and dinner included in those lodges so which is nice no lunch because you don't need lunch you'll eat it on the hill or you make it yourself or you know you grab something from brekkie um don't you think with accommodation you've really got to think back home in the cold light of day bother factor yeah i'm gonna call it because you think okay i have some food intolerances i really need Self-contained, which yeah. you go back and listen to our episode on how to eat healthily yeah. in the snow. Yep. So that's my requirement. I'm happy to take my frozen meals and take my healthy food and be in control of that. Or if you think, oh, I cannot be bothered once I get down there, I just want to unpack, have a drink, someone serve me dinner, I want to wake up in the morning, get dressed, be served breakfast. I don't yeah. want to have to wash up. I think that's where, you know, a, like a beginner comes in because you don't want to think about all those extra things like that. So, and the intermediate, you've got a little bit more brain space for that. So, you can actually put that in and you can go a self contained. So, they, those things come in, I think. And the ages of your kids, too. Yeah. Agreed. I found when my kids yeah. were really little, my attitude a lot of the time was, I just don't want to cook when I'm on holidays. Me, too. You could write, you could have that a tattoo on my arm at the time. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't get that because it's changed. So am I. <laughs> I need a lot of things on my arm to cross them out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be nice. Angelina Jolie, get rid of it. Like, didn't she get rid of it? I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> Sidetrack. Um, <laughs> but if you want to go self contained in Perishow. But now I'm, I could have the. One that says self-contained all the way. All the way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still like, feed me. <laughs> feed mine. No. So, yeah, the, the, you've got the Salzburg Apartments, which is probably one of your main self-contained at Perisher. There's a lot more options at Threadbow. So, if you're that way for accommodation, you're self-contained, you've got heaps more at Threadbow for your self-contained. Oh, heaps. Yeah. So I think I think for you, with your intermediate skier, it opens up the mountain for lunches. Do you think? Like you can have different – you can eat lunches at different spaces. Kind of well, thing. how about this? It opens up the lunches from not just cafeteria, give me chips, yeah. to now, well, a perisher, I can go up to the sun deck and have a, a couple of – Reasonably healthy options, wouldn't you say? You can yeah. get a salad up there. You can there get a salad up there. You can get a pasta. You can get a Kransky, Kransky with an awesome something. beer with a view. With a view. Beautiful you know, view. like you feel like you're actually in amongst the hills. Sun deck. Yeah, it's sun quite deck. Austrian, isn't it? Yeah, it it's, is. It's, yeah. Well, I channel my inner Austrian when I'm up there. Yeah, I know. A lot of things are based around that, like in Australian ski fields, I think. They either like they're Austrian mm. or German or we kind of tend of to take a lot from the world. Yeah, yeah. homesick Austrian. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. True. yeah. it's true. It's true. Um, and over, well, if, if, what do you think? An intermediate, if they're higher intermediate, they can get over to air and international Easy. and they can have a chili bowl out in the sun. That's beautiful. We've done yeah. that before on oh, a sunny yeah. day on the, for lunch. The, yeah, down there at the bottom of the air, T-bar, the air, like that is the best burgers. Actually, Shah got me onto a little thing this year, which was quite, quite nice, a bit of Bailey's in my coffee. Oh, at the, what time of the day? Uh, I don't know if I should say. <laughs> it was pre-lunch. <laughs> Thanks, Shah, but it was great. <laughs> it's always 10 a.m. somewhere in the world. <laughs> it is. It is. But, yeah. But I think, um, like, you're getting back to the skiing, sorry, at Threadbow. Threadbow, Threadbow's tree-lined and it's four-lined, so it's really nice to ski for an intermediate skier it kind of gets you set up for a beautiful turns kind of skiing down the four line mm-hmm. Where, what's four line oh, for four the, line for is like if i was to roll a snowball down a hill the path the snowball would take so straight down the hill so sometimes in perishar it might roll and go to your left that means that the four line is cut away to the side 
and not straight down the hill. What's the implications for a skier? So for a skier, you get one really great turn to your right, one really lazy turn to your left, one really great turn to your right, lazy turn to your left. It's not it doesn't it's not make or break a ski run, but when you've got a run cut on a different four line, it's quite annoying mm. where you know skiing down the fall line you can go oh wow this is really good you get a great rhythm yeah so you can love yourself sick straight down you can yeah <laughs> you can ego ego <laughs> full on no but, you know that feeling when you get a bit of a rhythm and you're like yeah i'm loving this yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so at parish there's a lot more people that cross a cut cross uh, sorry crisscross because it's all open there's not so many trees that guide the line so if you're a nervous intermediate mm you're going to get a lot more people coming across you at Perisher than what I had you this thought through. the other day because um, Jake's grandmother turned 90 and I suddenly thought, you know, when we're 90, what we need is these enormous – because you can ski for free when you're 90 pretty much, right? Well, you'd we hope so. invent <laughs> this big, enormous cage around us that you can attach to your head so we can ski and not worry about people knocking into us. Do, Do you, you like that? No. How are you going to get on a chairlift? Well, then you'll be able to <laughs> press a button and it'll go like this and then it can go back, fold back into your hat. Okay. For your, your helmet for your next rundown. It's going to happen. No, I'm not with you. <laughs> at 90, if someone hits me, I'm really like, I don't know. Maybe you could have cushioning at the back. Yeah, well, there's I'll all these weird about things. That. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure about that, but yeah. Sorry, sidetrack. Yeah, so I, I think, um, yeah, just your, your – when you're an intermediate, the little bit of the the resort opens up to you more, both Threadbow and Perisher, because you can, as as we said, you can ski some more of the resort, you can walk with your equipment more confidently, you know the lay of the land, because you have been there for three to four years. Also, I think confidence-wise for your whole family, if, if you're all intermediates, yeah, your level of not only confidence but the sense of adventure extending to all our areas of your trip open up. Yeah, for example, do. like when you think about the accommodation in Perisher, a lot okay so you could either have got you know you stay at somewhere like the man from snow river and park there or you're staying somewhere and you have to pay for your hands over snow which is your snow cap yep which is an experience in itself yeah. all our kids love that oh, don't, don't they? they yeah they do yep. or you're staying somewhere where you say do you have um do you have transport from the ski tube to it's the a great thing? question so it's sort of ask. like yep. uh, i'm nervous and i I don't want to have to deal with all that, then stay somewhere in the accommodation where they come and get you. Yeah. yeah. Um, or if, you know, our kids love the Hans Over Snow, so that's awesome. That's an experience in itself. Yeah. yeah. Hans Over Snow is like a snow cap, which is like a car with slides, of slides like skis on it down the bottom, which get you to your – because Parish is more spread out in their accommodation. They have North Parisher, they have South Parisher, they have um, – and Perisher itself, I guess, for the accommodation the way it is. And you have to get – you can't drive to those. You can only drive to the car park, and the car park is not overnight stay. So you do have to come to the ski tube to go up if you've got accommodation at Perisher for five nights or more, two nights or more, really. Would you say the elephant in the room for Perisher accommodation is car logistics? Yep. Yeah. It's not so much if we could all be transported there by by aeroplane, we've got – these things wouldn't be an issue, but it's about, okay, you like that lodge and they do breakfast and dinner. Yeah. But what are you going to do with your car? Well, you have to leave it at the ski tube and then that's a cost. Like the ski tube is quite expensive. Like it changes every year so we won't quote, but it is definitely you have to get a return price and it, it does add $400 to your family. So what we often do is that my husband will drive us to Perisher 
and then he will drop all everything off and then I have to deal with the kids and the luggage and the beer and food and <laughs> all of that stuff. And then he sits back in his car and drives back down to the ski tube. But that's a way of yes. saving like so much money. Like, yeah, we do a variety of that where yeah. we all get dropped to the f- to the accommodation and then same here, my husband drives around to the or, or or drives somewhere at Sawpit Creek Saw in Pit the park. Creek, yeah, yep. yeah. Um, or drives around and just Saw catches Pit- one ski tube. Yeah, yep. yeah. So Sawpit Creek, we used to do, we do that too. Sometimes we don't. You have to hitchhike pretty much from Sawpit Creek, which, which is easy. Which we don't recommend. Which we don't recommend. Yeah, we don't want to add up on like the podcast. No, like, the ski vanishes. <laughs> no, we do not want that. But it is, we didn't say it's. If you're a confident, like my husband, <laughs> but there's, but that is a way to save that money. If you want to do that, and, and there is spaces to stay up in Perishar in the ski tube terminal to sit there with your luggage and wait for your hubby to come back, and there's little shops in there and a cafe, so you can do that quite confidently and save yourself a lot of money if you don't want to do that. Or they can wait for the uh, wait for you to come around in your your car. Like yeah. they can be the ones minding the kids. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, you could do that too. It yeah. hasn't happened yet. Has it happened for you? No. <laughs> or you can but drive down. you drive to, like, that's the difference. Threadbow, you drive to your accommodation, yeah. which is a big yeah. bonus. Yeah. But you've got to drive, drive on the road. So yeah. intermediate, that's fine. You've dealt with it. You know the conditions by then. But you've still got to be safe. You've still got to keep your head in the right space. I think what the biggest thing is that when you go on a ski holiday, don't buy your lift tickets and buy everything and check your brain out. Like, when you do that, keep your brain the whole time. Keep your holiday brain. <laughs> Holiday break. <laughs> okay, so yeah. are we up to um, advanced now? Yeah, advanced, I think. Yeah, ad- advanced. Well, gosh, you know, it's everywhere. I For advanced skiers, my, oh, again. Mm. See, it's really, this one's hard for me because Threadbow, when the snow is on, yes. top to bottom, I love Threadbow mm. because it's such a skier's mountain. Mm. Like you can go and you can dive into you know, you can drive into the golf course or you can dive into like a little bit side country out of bound. Like the skis, the tree skiing in Threadbow is it's unbelievable when the snow's on. Like I do love it. At, like you kind of just, or you jump into Stanley's off Merritt. So there's lots of amazing options for an advanced skier at Threadbow because it's steeper, like in a lot of areas, I think. Um, and you, it's not easily accessible for a lot of the people that don't know the runs. Whereas Parish's Advanced is right there. So a lot of people that aren't advanced ski in that. And it's like, oh, gosh. And then you end up in goat tracks and you end up in kind of like if you're going to Mount P, mm. like you end up in big bumps because everyone's so scared not to ski the four line. They kind of go sideways. And so whereas Threadbow, it's like more hidden treasures for advanced skis when the snow's on is my, yeah. And that air in international on a beautiful powdery day is just fantastic for a more advanced skier. Yeah, yeah. We were lucky enough this year, or last year, wasn't it, we to go with the Perisher operations guy on his oh, yeah. snowmobile. Yeah. At first, um, first lift. First that was lift. Awesome. That was amazing and fresh. No, yeah, it was fresh now, wasn't it? No. Okay. Yeah, but it was anyway. It was yeah, amazing. That yeah. might have been when we saw the sunrise, because no, <laughs> it was early. But yeah, it was a, it was a yeah. So there is, and actually, Parisha do do that. You can go out and you can guess first tracks. And that was one of those experiences where he said to the guys at dinner, "I can take you all in the morning," and they said, "We better ask our wives." Yes, and yeah. we said, "Yes, thank you." We will yes, go you first. Can put the, you can look after the kids, and we will go first. Yeah, it was the best experience ever. But yeah, that's. I mean, if you if you go if you're asking Perisher, like we're talking about for advance, you have got you know your double trouble playground, but and you can and, also do little things like ski 
every single lift in one day, can't you? Oh, yeah, so you got to adventure. I think that's what Perry – like there's 50 lifts. Oh, is it? Yeah, 47. There is 47, sorry, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Including the car park, no. <laughs> um, yeah, so – but you can, and that can make it a an advanced day because you've got to ski fast to do all those lifts in that day. It's a, it's a full-on day. It's definitely first lift to last lift to try and ski with that, and that's fun. That is actually something that is amazing to do, and you can't be an intermediate to do that. You've got to be an advanced to do that. And so. up at Olympia. Olympic. Yeah. It's awesome when it's on. When it's on. When it's not on, it's bloody icy and huge bumps. And But when the wind blows in and you're in and it comes in, if it's windy and it keeps blowing in the fresh snow into Olympic, every run you get new turns in new snow when it's windy. So if you can deal with the wind up the lift, like the T-bar, mm-hmm. amazing. That is my, my favourite playground up in there. And Guthiga, well, sorry, I forgot to mention Guthiga in the intermediate. That's my favourite ever for intermediates because that's all kind of like the closest to Threadbow with trees mm, lining the runs. It's a bit yeah. European over there, isn't it? Is, it is, yeah. And, it's, and, I mean, they've got a couple of steeper sections down there, but, you know, there is one at Guthiga, which I absolutely love to do, um, but it doesn't, it's not very a bit parachute. That's black. Yes. It's steep, but it's not open very often because it's down really low. So mm. it's kind of like, you know, a threadbow snow condition on that. But that is, when that's on, that's my all time favorite run. You can come back into the Guthaga pub and have your lunch. Yeah. You've got to get, get there early so you don't have to wait Yeah, in the you queue. do. But yeah, yeah, they actually did. They actually shut it this year for a bit of renovation. So I'm looking forward to it, like what mm. it's going to be like. And that's hopefully good. they get a smile. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Over at, I think at Threadbow, you can, You've you've got your pick when you're a an advanced skier because yeah. you've you've nailed your system for uh, how you're carrying your gear around. Whether you've now got a designated ski backpack and you can put your where your apres boots and put your you've got your system for your ski boots yeah. over your shoulder and things like that. Yeah. So you, you don't mind walking all over the village. You can stay down at the Threadbow Hotel, which has awesome apres. Concerts in the afternoon. They do. That's mate. They're actually. Oh gosh. Yeah. Hold on. We'll get onto that when we're single. But yeah. (laughs) When we're single. No. Never. Oh, when we do the single section. Yes. Nice recovery. (laughs) I just snorted. I'm going to double check Tinder tonight to make sure your face is not there. I won't be on there. I guarantee it. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Denman. Denman Hotel for a cocktail. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. But yeah. Where would you stay in Threadbow? You're advanced. Like what Denman. Hotel? You're Denman. Denman, yeah. I, I would. Yeah. Uh, uh, if, oh, self, if you stay to self-contain, it doesn't mean you have to cook. It yeah. just means you've got space. Yeah. Um, yeah, true. Even with the family, Crackenback Castle is good for kids because there's lots of space and it's really central. Uh, Candlelight Hotel is very, you know, Austrian, isn't it? Very yeah. old-fashioned. Very, yeah. But Some people don't like that feel or you can channel your inner Dolomite in there. Yeah, you can actually. Yeah. That's in, Italian, but yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm, mi- I'm mixing up my countries now. Mixing up Europe, darling. <laughs> no, but yeah, it is. It is. Strebo has got that impact of a European village, I feel. Like there's a lot of different European styles within Threadbow. So, but there's also a lot of modern stuff in Threadbow as well. A lot of the self-contained and it's getting yeah. more modern. Elevation yeah. is a beautiful apartment. Um, I don't know if you say complex building. Yeah, that's beautiful. Very modern and yeah. very beautiful. And they've got big rooms over there for a large group. Yeah, yeah. Um, a parisher, I would. You know, PVH, it's right on the ski in, ski out. You're probably willing to pay a little bit more because you've been doing it for a long time. So, you know, it's it's, it's probably one of the most expensive to stay at Perisher, would be the Perisher Valley Hotel. 
Um, that's actually owned by Perisher itself, the resort, so you could get a good deal every now and then. They actually had cracker deals this year, but... Um, Smiggins Hotel's still fun and they've yeah. got a kids club for the kids. You can't cook for yourself. That's not an option. No. But you can feed the kids early and they've got live music and uh, they've got interconnecting rooms so it's good for a group of yeah. groups of families. I or, think for all skiers, like whether you be beginner, intermediate or advanced, you're looking to feed everyone early because you are tired, aren't you? Like doesn't matter if you doesn't matter if you're perisher or threadbow in that call. Sorry, that's a bit of a side bit, but yeah, it's definitely you want to have options where there's maybe a kids club and at Perisher there is hotels with kids clubs in it. They're starting to come alive at Perisher. They're starting to be like before it was all very old school, I find, for like, you know, the last thirty years that I've worked there. And now they're starting to be a little bit more interactive. Would you and say they're getting a bit more competitive with each other now that Vale has brought yeah. Perisher and, you know, they're one up. I mean, look, we can say this because we don't work for them, but it's yeah. like I'm getting I'm getting a new uh, quad chair. Yeah. Well, I'm getting a gondola. gondola. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. And, then, and we'll the, just sit back and wait for all the benefits. Yeah, <laughs> but the hotels are lifting their game too, you know. It's very exciting. It's They're all coming alive and they're all offering – Amazing, like I'd say that the social life at Parish has still got a lot to desire over Threadbow. How did you find Jack's this year? I didn't go into Jack's again. Like they, they, well, they upgraded it, but I felt like I was in a nursery. I felt I like, like I walked into a preschool. I like the old Jack's. Yeah, same. It was mm. very plastic. Yeah. It, I mean, Jack's, for anyone that doesn't know, Jack's is the, the night, the pub that overlooks Front Valley. It's got the most brilliant location and they just haven't managed to do anything with it for, for, 30 years, and they upgraded it this year, and I went, I feel like I've walked into a preschool. Plastic furniture, coloured, like I just didn't, I thought, oh, God, they've got to do this better. Like mm. it just, and it's a shame because that Perisher needs that vibe because that's the main difference between Perisher and Threadbow, mm. like in a yeah. social sense. Yeah. There's no vibe so. at Perisher. You've got to make, there's a vibe, you go to the man from Snow River and you listen to the band there, but the band's over at nine. Mm. Or you go to the Iger and they've got the Alpre Ski, which is amazing and chockers and parked and great bands, but that's over by eight so there's nothing to go to if you want to go to somewhere after mm. i guess yes, it's go this that's right. there's so many bars yeah. and stuff the shush bar and everything yeah. do you reckon that should lead River. into singles oh singles yes. yeah i guess because yes. we kind of we well, advanced is like you know you, you, you got to have your secrets when you're advanced i think you got to know people when you're in perisher and threadbow to get mm. the best places when you're in advanced gear mm. or you know the top tips the top tips are um you know Get get or even hire a ski instructor at that age. You know? Yes, go, oh, well, back company. Uh, sorry, sorry, at back, that age, at that at that level, level. get a get a backcountry tour. tour. Yeah, or yeah, hire hire a guide or not even a well, and even get king. a even get a particular lesson, like maybe short term lesson yeah. or I don't know some something just to break it up a bit, just to break it up a bit. And you know, you always have habits, bad habits when you're advanced. Anyway, you they all sneak back in, or yes. you get lazy, or you get like to so get a refresher, and then they'll take you to places that you didn't know how to get to yes. at those resorts too. So that's a good thing. And you can get more lifts in because yeah, you, you can get to the lift front of the lift line. Yeah, or you could do first. First lifts, first, first lifts, tracks or whatever they call tracks. it. So don't let it be a deterrent if you're an advanced skier to not go to Perisher or Threadbow because there's still amazing things to do. Like don't go, oh, I'm not going there anymore. I'm too good. I'm just going to ski Japan. Don't do that. Like there's still unta- – and every year the snow changes, so you get a different mountain every year you go, which is kind of cool. So, yeah. And there's nothing more fun than going – you can go with other families or you can go and like we do at Merits, like base yourself at Merits. 
have a ski, have a ski with your kids, have a, have a drink and then let them go off and then you're still having fun. Yeah. Even if you're sitting around or whatever. Yeah, it is true. It is true. For a single parent, and it doesn't have to be a single, single parent, it could be one of the, the mum or dad or whoever is still back working and you're just going to take your Yeah, you got three holiday. days holiday that you want to go down. Like school holidays have hit and you're like, okay, I'm going to take the kids down for three days. So I'd say if you want to go, you can go smiggin. So you can park at down at the ski tube, catch the ski tube up. You can even just, you've got your bundle or you've reached out to Larry. Yeah. Um, and I would stay at the altitude over at Smiggins because you give them a call and they can come pick you up from the ski tube. Yeah. And so you, you're not dealing with all that logistics and you and there's a um, space in the altitude for your kids to play that's Which separate. Is so important, yeah. And, and a, a lot nice of the lodges, menu and things A lot like of the lodges don't have that single space that they can play and go to. A couple of them do, like in Perishaw, like that you've got Snowy Mountain. Uh, sorry, man. Sorry. The, what is it? Snowy Mountain? No. Which one are you talking about? Oh, sorry. For a single parent, if I was staying at Perisher, I would book an accommodation at the altitude because they pick you up from the ski tube. So it means that you only have to drive to the base of the ski tube, the parking's um, free. Yep. And then you could take minimum... Um, luggage and yeah. make sure you've got your bundle and everything. Yeah. And then call them, call your accommodation when you're, tell them when you're arriving and they can come pick you up. So you, you miss all those extra things. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is true. So like the single parent is not just if you've got no, if you're by yourself. It's actually if you want to just go down and ski with your family without your husband there for a moment or without any other help. That's kind of, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I think so too. I, I don't mind that, but I, there's a lot of options at Parisha that have, like I was talking about before, they've upgraded a lot of their stuff and, and added lots of benefits to their um, hotels. So the man from Snowy River has a kids club, the Iger has a kids area, which is kind of really cool. They don't actually have a kids club in itself, but the kids can go up and explore. Then you've got the Matterhorn, which has pool tables and air hockey and, that's really cool too, and they're all on snow that way. You don't; they're not at Smiggins End; they're at Perisher End. So they're, they're starting to realise that people Value are travelling. Yeah, yeah, that people are travelling with their kids more, and that they want to make it easier because mums are going by themselves, dads are going by themselves with their kids. You know, it's a nice, it's a nice option. It's a nice family environment. So well, they're creating they, it. If they're taking the daunting aspect out of it, they're going to nail it. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, exactly. I so, think over at Threadbow, you could stay down at the River Inn. Yeah. It's it's near the ski school yeah. and Friday flat and everything. Yeah, I agree with that. I've, food yeah, options. Food options are there. It's just easy because once you head into the village at Threadbow, it gets a bit more stairs and lots, yeah. lots more. If you want just going for a quick holiday, three days, mm-hmm. you definitely your river in at Threadbow is your right place for it. For yeah. a bunch of singles, I know we sort of mentioned a lot if you're a beginner and you're going with a bunch of people and you're doing your own thing while they're skiing, um, over at over at Threadbow, you could stay at the Banjo apartment that fits six or seven people and they've got loft areas, living areas, so you've got your own space. Um, you, you know, that's good for, yeah, even separating kids and adults as well. Yeah, okay. And yeah. it's pretty central. You can walk to if walk you want to go and I, listen to music or something. I would say if I had a like a, my girlfriend Step just rang and said, okay, I've got a whole bunch of girls that want to go down together just for the weekend. Should they go Threadbow or Perisher? And I went, yeah, Threadbow. 
Threadbow. Yeah, yes. I did. Just because of the atmosphere. The, yes. I mean, the, your daytime sorted at Perisher, you know. You can have a really great long lunch at Perisher at, you know, the, the Manor is a hotel with this really cool restaurant little cocktail bar called 1720, the base. So you can do that there. But in the nighttime, there's nothing at Perisher. I don't think. You know, Unless it's you're dead. amusing yourselves yeah. playing a game of something, which we can well, do. Which we do. Yep. But when you're with a whole bunch of girls, even, you know, you're, you're 20 or you're 45, you still want to kind of have a really, maybe a long lunch one day, but then a really nice dinner another night. And know? I would hedge and my bets that it's going to be mi- mixed ability. Oh, absolutely, yeah. mixed attitude, attitude you know. Yeah. People that go, I'm on holidays, I want to sleep in, and then I'm going to go for a massage. Yeah, yeah. So okay. that is thread both. For me, if you've got a mixed group of girls more, yes. a mixed group of uh, men. Men, that can kind of do perisher, right? Because yeah. you can go to the man from Snow River yeah, or yeah. Jack's. Or- My hubby goes to, um, has gone and stayed with his friends at Valhalla, which is like a, a res- like a little hotel, which is up a bit further out of it, but it's like not out of it, it's in snow still. But they they love it up there because they kind of, there's, they get to own a little bit of the lodge by themselves and they get to go down and have their beers in the afternoon and then they get to go up there and have dinner and it's their own little lodge atmosphere with themselves and they don't have to go and deal with like you know girls want to go out and have a dance and have a drink you know I think men just want to come and have a drink and a, they've done their skiing I don't know you reckon you yeah I yeah I think Perisher, it depends on the age of the men I guess yeah that's right it but, yeah. feels a bit blokey the, the yeah when I think of the a prey scene yeah. to me and yeah. that's me saying that but yeah with Threbo you could as the girls you can go and have a nice cocktail at the Denman yeah, a bit of a beautiful dinner out, whereas the boys are going to go, oh, yeah, I just want my beer, and then they want nice food, like, but they prefer to just kind of go and relax, you know. The is quite good as well for that as well, but, yeah. If yeah. you had a toddler or baby, mm. um, and if you're at Threadbow, you could, you could call up the Lantern Apartments because they have, you could pretty much say, I've got a toddler and a baby, what have you got for me? Um, the ground floor apartments are the cheaper ones, and they've got good lawn areas oh, if you want to. If you're going to tag team and you want to sit out in the sun or something. Um, the toddlers want to run. They don't want to be stuck in a room for all day. You know, if they're not skiing all day, if you've got them and they've got a, they could be sick or something, you've got to keep them. You've got to have a little bit of area for them to actually get out and kind of go around a bit, yeah. Yeah, I think if you're over at, um, well, if you, I'm thinking of Smiggins with me as having babies and toddlers, it was nicer to be in Heidi's to be able to look up to Smiggins and be part of the sunshine yeah. and see the action yeah. than being in a back room, not really look at, you know, maybe at the back of Snowy Gums. So it's better to be at the front looking up the mountain yeah, than I being agree. at the back, sort so of feeling like you're rotting away with your toddler. Well, and you can feel like that because some of the ski lodges are like that, that you don't get to see the snow, the mountain, and you don't want to sit in your room and go, oh, because they are tiny. They're tiny rooms. You pay a lot of money, but they are tiny rooms. But, yeah. I, uh, yeah, Threadbow. Smig- Smiggins Hotel is good for that. Yeah, you can is. sit there and they can roam around. You can get them hot chocolates or whatever. Yeah, and you can't. You got activity happening in front of you, like the same as. And you can also put your toddler. When we think of like, um, you know, if you if your child's eighteen months old, you can take them yourself with no ticket on the magic carpet right at the front of yeah. Smiggins or or Perisher or Perisher. Yep. Just go up and down yeah. with the skis. A yep. couple of times, and then they're knackered after that. They are, they are. They just need to, and you, yeah. So I think as long as you stay somewhere that you feel like you're involved in the snow environment with a toddler, like under two, you then gotta, you go. I mean, obviously the ski schools have eucratias as well, so you can put the babies 
like I think they're six weeks old. I think they are at the crèche, but you can put them in there. But you don't want to have them there the whole day. I don't think you maybe want to go out and hunt free ski for three, you know, for three hours and then come back. But you want to have an option to feel like you're a part of the snow environment. You don't want to pay all that money and be stuck at the back of a of a hotel. No, that's another <laughs> that's another word for resent, resentment. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but also, exactly. I'd say like the apartments in Threadbow, just watch out. They've got a lot of awesome loft style, which is another way of saying there's like an upstairs little yeah, area. With but just be with stairs, yeah. So just be careful if you've got toddlers and really young kids that you know if you're getting a loft, you're getting stairs. And I know I've stayed at different places all over Threadbow with stairs where you just it's it can be stressful where you're thinking I've got a three year old that just wants to go up and down these stairs. I'm on holidays. I'm actually really yeah, knackered. it is true, and they do because that's what they do. It's a new environment, so you kind of yeah, you want to get online, have a look at the pictures, ask questions of the accommodation. Like another really good one is like Sonnenhof Lodge. They they're very fun up there, and and there's a whole big area at the front of their lodge which no transport is going on and nothing. So they they've got a lovely little kind of area that you can feel and make your snowman out the front and you can and you overlook the valley so you're not going to be run over by so you're not going to be run over by by hans Hans over snow coming in and out you're actually got your own little piece of area up there and the lodge has got a big dining area which overlooks the valley overlooks like the front valley and all the parishes so you still feel like you're amongst it at sonnenhof so it's it's actually quite good you know and there's a great little atmosphere it's run by a family so when your lodges are run by like you know mum and dads and they've been there forever the guys that run that and they're amazing so they get to they brought their kids up in there so they understand toddlers mm. and that's kind of good to know too like because there's a actually Matterhorn they've got their own kids there and they're bringing up their kids there and the man from sorry has got that as well so there's lots of little options and kids are welcomed everywhere now I think mm. if you've got your toddlers mm. just ask the questions ring the lodge so I would say logistics toddler yeah Look, accommodation logistics yeah have that in the front of your mind yep. ask is that is that room at the front or is it just just be really mindful yeah, just about be mindful. that? Yeah. Can I walk somewhere? Am and, I going to be stuck somewhere? Yeah, and book if you're going in peak times, book your ski school early because they do get booked out. They only have limited spaces, so and they've only got certain amount of spaces that you can take for under twos. So make sure you get that accommodation. Uh, sorry, make sure you get that ski school booking in if that's what you want to do because it's really important. They won't take. They can't take any more. They're limited by space. And yeah. the last but not least, romantic holiday, romantic <laughs> weekend. Yeah, I, I oh. would go. I would still go. Well, Paris. Okay. <laughs> yeah. no. if, if it's got to be Threadbow and Parisha. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'm kind of torn because I'd think Parisha Valley Hotel. Yes, but okay. then I'd think then I'd think Denman Hotel at Threadbow. Yeah, yeah. I I just think Threadbow for romance. Like I maybe because Parisha is so family for me. So for romance or for Darren and I just to do something different, it would definitely be Threadbow because there's options. Like for that nice, nice candlelit dinner out, there is, you know, you, you get to ski differently, you get to just be in, and there's a bit of fun there at night time. Like if we're together, we might want to go and sit in the bar after skiing or after dinner. And like That's just, true. Just, you don't have to all go to bed at 9 o'clock. Yeah. You, you yeah. can actually go, oh, we can actually kick on and have it one more drink. You can at Threadbow. At Parisha, very hard to do. Like not hard, like, easy to do, but if you've got just a twosome, it's kind of really, you won't feel like you're, mm. you know, so alone. Mm. Yeah. I, I've, for me, it would be Threadbow. Yeah. Mm. yeah you? Um, what I What'd just you said say? before. <laughs> 
<laughs> you can tell it's been a long podcast. Oh, this one. Thanks, oh my gosh. Thanks, but yeah. Thanks for listening. A lot to say. Yeah. A lot to say about it. Like it's just we love them both and please we hope you get some tips from this um of what what kind of level you are and what kind of where wherever you are in your skiing life but you know always keep going keep skiing because there's there's options for everyone in Australia and enjoy Australia it's here we're lucky to have skiing we you are. know it's like i do love it appreciate but, it yeah but <laughs> but we have got our website and we have got um which is uh, loving lovingthesnowlife.com.au um please give us feedback please like like and respond because we want to make it this better we want to make we want to help you guys enjoy your snow life that's kind of our objective because we love the snow life so you should love this and you too could sit at the beach talking about the snow (laughs) in your car with air conditioning on (laughs) bye bye thanks for listening to loving the snow life with emma and tenille if you've learned a handy tip or two then happy days to catch all our episodes, subscribe on iTunes. It's free. Head over to www.lovingthesnowlife.com.au for more info and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Loving the Snow Life. If you have any suggestions for topics or guests, then email us on our website. Thanks to everyone who leaves a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel free to share our episodes on your social media.